Hello, and thank you for listening to a new episode of the Underground Treehouse Podcast, a podcast that discusses and reviews music of all genres. I'm one fourth year host Ruben. Joining me as always is Keenan. What up, Marcos? Hi. And Isaac. Hello, hello. And this week, we're going to be reviewing the newest album by Lil Yachty, Let's Start Here, chosen by Isaac. But before we get into that, as always, we're going to be giving you our music recommendations of the week, as well as our local beer recommendations of the week. Marco, start us off with music. No, I don't have a fucking band. <laughs> Anybody else? Oh, I do. Oh, okay. Give me at least 30 seconds. Skip, skip. <laughs> Next. Go ahead. Um, Keenan, <laughs> let me know if you've heard of this band, because I've been listening to them a lot lately. Um, they're called Defeater. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like kind of newer? Huh? Are they like kind of new band? No, they're like, uh, like mid two thousands. Really? Well, they've been popping off for me, for me lately. Actually, what was this album? Yeah, their self titled album, Defeater, two thousand nineteen. How did you find them on social media? Discovery. Oh. Uh, Discovery Weekly. Oh, okay. Came on, and they had this fucking crazy ass fucking screamo song. You would like them, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, what's the song? That, that album, Empty Days no. and Sleepless Nights, though, that album, so good. You got to check that one out. Yeah, I've been on Travel, what is it, Travels, and uh, their, their self-titled one. Pretty good. Nice. Defeater. Go hard. This week, I found a video by Jasmine Beam. She just dropped it. It's uh, an acoustic church session, and she does a cover of Teen Idol by... Um, uh, Teen Idol, bro. Uh, Marina and the Diamonds. Mm. And holy shit, she kills that cover. Yeah. I mean, the song by itself, fucking love that song. But Jasmine's flavor, so good. The video itself is so sick. Like, her outfit, the aesthetics in the church, like, everything about it, the, the sound of it, everything sounds great. So, check it out if you like the original song or if you fuck with Jasmine Beam. Check it out. So, um... An artist we just reviewed recently was Poem, the French artist. Well, she just re-released the album Consolation, and it's called Lot 2 Consolation. And all it is is she adds four new songs to the, to the album. Sick. And one of them is RDV, and it's been on repeat since this came out, which was, I think it came out Friday. So the past couple of days, that song, RDV, has been on, on repeat. And if you're still not familiar with her... Go check out the podcast where we reviewed Consolation and just check her out in general. Beautiful artist. Um, check it out. Nice. That's P-O-M-M-E. Yes. Palm. Yeah. If you listened to our review about two episodes ago, you would know that. <laughs> but and if you haven't, it's okay. But it's okay. <laughs> and she's looking like a baddie on the fucking cover. It's Word. like a reimagining of the first album cover, but she's wearing something a little more sultry, I would say. Ooh. And uh, just... Looking dope. Looking dope as always. Mm-hmm. Shout out, sir. Hell yeah. All right. My recommendation of the week is going to be the newest EP from Fatboy Sharif and Roper Williams called Planet Unfaithful. Fatboy Sharif is a really unique MC. He kind of reminds me of like a Cool Keith. Like, I don't know if you guys ever heard Cool Keith, but he's very like, bleh, bleh, like he's very awkward and like janky, but comes off super dope. Like That's, Blueface. Like who? Blueface. Uh, I don't. I haven't listened to enough Blueface to know, oh. but but you've heard Cool Keith, right? Yes. Like Cool Keith is all. He sounds like an alien or like a robot or something. That's exactly how Fatboy Sharif is, but he puts his own little cool twist on it. Roper Williams is a more than capable enough producer on his own right. You know, he he's uh, 
he can produce, you know, just your standard hip hop soulful beats really fucking well. But with this album specifically, he did it a lot more like um, kind of moody, very eerie kind of sound. The whole vibe of this project is very like creaky, very moody and eerie. Like this is kind of in the same vein as like a Danny Brown atrocity exhibition or like a again, like a Cool Keith more specifically with Fatboy Sharif. Um, but if you heard Cool Keith, you kind of, you know, get the gist of that sound. This is one of the best things I've heard this year. And I it, it might stay top 10. We'll see. We'll see. But super excited for this. I hope you guys are, too. If you like your music, very obtuse and abstract especially hip-hop check this out okay our local beer recommendation of the week is going to be one of the smoothest ipas you can get in albuquerque it's going to be the river walker ipa from bosque brewing off the can the river walker ipa few things are as uniquely new mexico as our world-class ipas river walker ipa starts with a light copper base of pale caramel and wheat malts providing a medium-bodied backbone for our flagship ipa and I just want to reference this right here off the can. It says, few things are as uniquely New Mexico as our world-class IPAs. Their location in Bernalillo is definitely uniquely New Mexico. And the reason why is because it's a big two-story building. But, dog, if you get out on that fucking deck on the top story and look out the Sandias, man, Oof. you ain't getting that nowhere else, bro. Bro, it's, if you can get a good spot when the sun's setting and it's hitting those mountains. It's oh, always man. packed, though. It's always packed, so get there early. Yeah, yep. yeah make sure you're a couple beers deep before the sunset hits. You <laughs> know what I mean? Tip good. Uh, of course, they have a couple more in town in Albuquerque. Uh, they have one on the west side next to... Um, Conwood. Next to Conwood Mall. And then they have another one up in Knob Hill off of Girard. But we just thought that this Riverwalker IPA deserved its flowers because it is delicious, man. Thank you. Especially off tap. <laughs> Did you say that after the last podcast? We're like, I know we say this every podcast, yeah. but it's so good off the tap. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. I'm already uh, half a can in. Half a can? What's wrong with you? Get over here. This boy's going to start acting up. I know. He has his shirt off already. I know. Jesus Christ. It's hot. Okay. All right. Let's start here. Little Yachty. Isaac, what led you to this pick? So... A uh, little inside baseball here. You led me to this pick. What? So, essentially, I was kind of shit out of luck. I didn't know what to pick. I was kind of contemplating a bunch of stuff, but all of them released in all of them released in 2022. So, I was like, no, I can't pick this, can't pick that, whatever. And then I was scrolling through recently released on, on YouTube or whatever and saw that, saw the album cover and I was like, Fuck that. I'm not picking this <laughs> bullshit, bro. And so then Ruben gives me a call a couple days later. And he's like, hey, dog, what's your pick? And I was like, I don't even know. He's like, well, what about the Yachty one? And I was like, that shit looks terrible. Like, I do not want to pick that. And then he was like, well, it's it's kind of unique because X, Y, and Z. And we'll get into that. I was like, all right, fuck it. So <laughs> I kind of just picked it just because, like, there, there was no real reason. But I'm kind of glad I did word this shit's this shit's kind of crazy yeah yeah so one of the reasons why i mean honestly the reason why i suggested this was because this is a psychedelic rock album yep and i had seen some reviews on it i, I wasn't you know reading too too much about it when it first released but just the fact of little yachty releasing a fucking psych rock album i was like okay come on like what, what's going on yeah. but 
the very few reviews I heard were like, this shit is actually good. So that's why I suggested to you like this actually might be interesting. Uh, so since you brought up the album artwork, I do want to talk about that real quick. Uh, it's like an AI generated image of like what I thought. I thought the it was Renaissance. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what this, shit, this shit is influential, like the Renaissance. I oh, guess no. so. <laughs> but, uh, oh no! <laughs> oh no! No no! But it's just like these AI generated figures, and their faces are all contorted, and there's like some papers in the front. I took it as like a political type of thing, but I guess. People are seeing it. I don't know why I didn't think of this when I first saw it, but people are seeing it as like a record executive kind of people and like signing contracts and shit like that. I don't know why I thought like presidential shit right away, <laughs> but I saw it too. I was like, hmm, a psychedelic rock album by a hip hop artist with this album cover. It's not the first time though. Hmm. Very political. Very Yeah, very political. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's that? It's not the first time a hip hop artist does psychedelic rock. Who else has done psychedelic what? rock? Mm, give me a second. I know for sure. <laughs> Zach Delarota. What are you Rota. talking about? What are you, what are you? I didn't even say his name right. That's what I'm saying. It's chalk. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly. That's that shit punk. is not no. psychedelic. Oh, yeah, it was pop punk. It was pop punk. Not only has a hip hop artist never done a psych rock album before, I don't think a hip hop artist has ever done rock this fucking good. I think this is like something we've honestly never heard because when you think like at least for me personally what about body count okay sorry body count's cool i like body count but but i mean like uh like how how do i say this or tyler it's hard because psych rock is like a thing of the past it's not a that's a dying genre like at least rock rock is rock's always gonna be there but psych rock like the only band who's making psych rock now is like king gizzard yeah (laughs) like like that's it a little bit of tame impala you know what I mean? Early yeah. Tame Impala, because that yeah. whole... But the, and, yeah. He's doing and his own electronic like, yeah. thing. Pop, You're right. Even. Like, these long-ass fucking chords and mm-hmm. these fucking... These pioneer sounds, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no one's doing that shit anymore. Yeah, exactly. And he fucking went in his bag from, straight from the 70s. Bro. Holy shit. So, yeah. Bro, you got Sid Barrett on guitar, like... I know! Do it! <laughs> Damn! Do Wait, it! Bro. Who's the chick that sang in the background of uh, Great Gig in the Sky? I'm sure she's on this somewhere. Yeah. God oh, damn, Kate Bush. man. Bro. Hey, shut the fuck up. We hear Jefferson Airplane up in this bit. <laughs> <laughs> For real. And I, I know we're kind of memeing right now, but, you know, I really think, because I, I want to start this off by saying I definitely had my expectations with this, and I truly don't think rock and hip-hop ever really go good together. We do have some instances where some hip-hop artists do good rock, like as Body Count. And we have some instances where some rock does hip-hop good. That's very rare, though. I honestly don't think I can name anything off the top of my head. Um, I just feel like they don't ever mesh well. You know what I mean? Like, they never do it right. Fucking little Yachty. I'm not saying this is a 10 out of 10. I'm not saying anything like that. But he exceeded my expectations way farther than what I imagined on this. I love what he came out with this shit, man. I love what he created with this. What do you guys think? I think it's because of his vocals, honestly. I think it's not. That's why you love it. It's not just vocals; it's instrumentation. It's yeah. Well, it, who's in, who's the uh, who's who's the producer behind it? He, well, he has a whole bunch yeah, of people. He has behind a bunch it. of people, but but no, like the just that sound in the back because his voice is kind of his voice is something you really need to get used to if you're not familiar with him. It, is right. is Rick Rubin a part of this project? Oh, I don't know he about has that. So, he but has so many people. 
there's so many people that are credited. Yeah. Producers, but, bro, he has 11 plus producers. Like, there's so many name people. Name them off. I'm not going to do that. Well, it's <laughs> only 11. See if Rick Rubin's on there. Yeah, you could just check your Rick Rubin. I don't think Rick Rubin there's is. No, there's no Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin's not on. No. But, like, what he did is he, like, and that's how I could tell that this was, like, an actual, like, genuine attempt at psychedelic rock 100%. because he recruited legitimate artists to produce this shit. You know what I mean? He produced. Uh, Dude from Tame Impala, he produced. Um, Mac DeMarco is on this shit. Don't forget Alex G, dog. Alex G is on this. Like he actually got people who are embedded in that genre and recruited them for this project. That's how I know he didn't just half-heart this shit. Right. So I will say I wouldn't call this more like psych rock, just because there are psych rock influences in there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, off the, off the rip in the first track, you hear it. Yeah. With the with that guitar. Um. But I got a lot of like funk. I got a yeah. lot of funk. I would say both, bro. Yeah, I could say both. But I think yeah. I got. I think I did get more funk that bass, that funky oh, bass. That, yeah. I think I got more heavy. funk than psych rock throughout the entire album. Right. Um. But obviously, you hear the elements there. Um. So to call it just a straight up like psych rock is a little too much for me. Right. Um. Yeah, and that's true. I mean, even like it, when we get later into the album, like oh, yeah. we even get some like like vaporwave kind of sounding shit yeah like yeah. It, it i i think it's more of a psych rock but i can see why like that just it's too much of like a blanketing statement because yeah. it definitely kind of shifts between different genres but even some like yeah some poppy 70 rock right there boom yeah some glam rock what the damn wait <laughs> shout out to poison hey <laughs> whoa and they have what, Diana what? Gordon on this singing her absolute tits off bro dude literally the best feature on the entire project 100 what over tizo touchdown <laughs> yo, are you kidding yo me? that tizo touchdown over verse tizo? dog <laughs> why do you guys hate that that motherfucker oh, flows like we a straight get you hate it, it yes or no no we will. Do you I like don't it? hate it i i kind of like it yeah I, it's kind of yeah, i kind of like it bro. I kinda air like it. we'll get to it his, his delivery <laughs> bothers me oh my I, god I can what a it. fucking but, hater but his fucking flow is straight up out of a fucking like Southern California fucking lowrider ass vibe, dog. Yeah, it is. Goes yeah, hard. It is. Yeah, it, it is. is hard. <laughs> it is hard. Yeah, I, I don't. Hard. Uh, Sock no. check. Let me see your socks right oh, now. I, I got ankle socks today. Oh, oh you fucking lame. <laughs> you a rocker, huh? <laughs> you a rocker you're fool. Rocker fool? You're one of those rocker fools. <laughs> All right, let's dive into this. We've been talking too much shit. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we let, dove let, into it to be honest. Let's. Well, well, we we can start getting some of the tracks. So I I think um. So we definitely kind of cover the tropes, I think, with this album um, in terms of psych rock, at least for me. You know, we have the real surreal kind of poppy or sounding forms of psych rock. And then we get the very uh, sensual, overly sexual parts of psych rock. And then we get the very brooding, very like eerie, um, like dark. Acid bathed. Exactly. Parts of psych rock. And then you get the overly lovey-dovey parts of psych rock. I think this really kind of encapsulates the whole genre and with these first couple tracks really all the way up until pretty we get that more like bouncy kind of like uh more more of like the hippie uh the funk yeah. yeah the funky kind of psych rock out of this i think um what were you guys the first impression because the black seminole is one of the it's actually the longest song on the album it's right off the rip um well he talks about equality and political issues off the rip so does he? Yeah, he I says some he black. Kinda... He says some uh, some uh, ethnicity stuff. Well, I guess I wonder if he is a black Seminole, or if he's just saying that. But 
Uh, well, I, I mean, the the title itself is, I guess, somewhat of a political. Yeah, I don't know too much about the verses, Isaac. Sorry, verses. Too much. Too. I don't know too much about them, but I got the message behind it. But for me, it was the the producing and the beat that really stuck out to me. Uh, well, what I got off this as far as lyrical, it's just him talking shit. Yeah. It, it, it's like this is the biggest, you know, braggadocious song on the whole album. And I think that I think it's pretty cool to start off an album like that, you know. Yeah. Um, but like this sound was like, oh, shit. Like he's really giving us this rock shit, man. Yeah. I did not Bro, expect. He this. gave us Pink Floyd right off the rip. Pink Floyd. He That's gave us Pink Floyd. I, I literally. Rip. Yeah, I literally have that. I started off with the bang. Oh, sure. Yo, yeah. absolutely. No. This was the perfect way to start this album off. And see, I feel like this is the most psych rock song on the album. Think so? Yeah, with the guitar. Uh, there's actually, there's, um, there is another song where uh, he has that same guitar sound mm-hmm. again. Um, but I think for me, this was the most like psych rock. Right. That or we get. It's the most faithful to its roots. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is a good way to put it. Yeah. 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 Uh, just to add on to what Marcos was saying it really does start off with the bang I, I love the way this album starts like so braggadocious and so he has that hip hop swagger yeah but then with those fucking wailing guitars and fucking that just absolutely dripping instrumental like it, it very much it very much is like a, a very nice blend of both I would say 100% even though I can't stand his literal voice like sonically like come on bro like it's tough it's it's tough like i fuck with yachty but like i don't know it's kind of hard like getting into that psych rock vibe with with his fucking auto tune and that's kind of like a complaint that i'm gonna say now because i feel that way about almost all for the whole album the whole album i I kind of get annoyed annoyed by his vocal. No, so, I'm I'm on I'm on his side too. It's the what? fact that every goddamn song he writes, I think there's maybe one song where he changes up his flow and he kind of starts kind of to rap a little bit. But Ooh, I got you on that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think we know. Yeah, I got you on that <laughs> one. Other uh, than, other other wait, other than that, <laughs> uh it does get extremely repetitive and every song, that's what makes every fucking song sound like Poland to me. But Jesus. So, off the rip, the first couple listens his his voice is hard to get used because it sounds a little forced mm. because he he is stepping out of his lane and so i i did get i did get a little annoyed but after i started to really listen to the album i could put up with it even even his like vocal like rolling or whatever yeah. that is that's called mm-hmm. um i i actually really appreciate that see it's not I, the fact that i really appreciate it as i got used to it so i'm just like whatever it's just whatever i'm not me. very familiar with Yachty, I only know like his popular Fancy, songs. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And so this was like my full Yachty project. But so let's let's take a step back, Uh-oh. like really quick, because I just the, the thought just came into my head. If he's if what me and you are saying is a complaint, right? Because he's not rapping enough, then that takes the whole spiel of it being a psychedelic uh, rock album. His imp- interpretation, kind of. Uh, kind of uh, off right like we expect him to rap but right he's not, not gonna it's do not a that. hip-hop project yeah so boom so actually i'm okay with it then <laughs> we got the point keenan yeah. we got the point yeah, yeah. i got the point <laughs> i got the point that's crazy i actually thought he was perfect on everything there I, there's some instances here and there my favorite song even included where i'm like oh okay you might be doing a little too much on this there's there's but 
you get that throughout the entire album. Yeah, but I think for the feel of the album, I, I thought the auto-tune fit perfectly. And while it's not as obtuse as this, I got some big, like, Black Moss Super Rainbow vibes on this. Just, like, oh, super reverb, hella auto-tuned, and it fits directly into this very surreal soundscape. So I liked his vocal performance on pretty much every track. Um and then real quick before we move on from this, that's why I shouted out uh, Grey Gig in the Sky because I love that last like minute, minute and a half where it's just that chick wailing in the background. Yes. That's hella Pink, Pink Floyd right there, yeah. dude. That shit yeah. was sick. Uh, and then from there, I guess we could just kind of bunch up the ride running out of time and pretty. Uh, okay, so on to the ride. What, what's your gripe? What's your gripe, Keenan, with, with the... Oh, man, his featured <laughs> Tizo touchdown. He has a verse in there. It it's just the way he delivers it. Like Marco said, it's like some what'd you say? California's in the fucking in your lowrider. Yeah, dude. That just <laughs> goes hard. I don't give a fuck what he says. Uh, it's just the flow. Just the flow of his delivery just overcomes his fucking lyrics. I don't give a fuck. Okay. I mean it's <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's stuck because right now, right before we came out here to come to this podcast, you knew every fucking word. I do because it's that annoying. <laughs> It's, it worked though. Bro. That's yeah, the point. It worked. Yeah. It, it's an earworm for yeah, sure. It is. <laughs> Easy, oh. and you're able to rap to it in the club. Not an earworm. They bro. ain't playing this shit in the club. You don't know. You don't no, know. They, Everyone's mm. all dancing, and all of a sudden they just <laughs> all heroined out. Just for real. <laughs> nodding uh, out, bro. That's no. my kind of club, baby. <laughs> What's up, baby? Damn. Oh, my zombies. So at. the song is catchy as hell. It's catchy yeah. as hell, but catchy it's just that—it's literally just that verse that just like it just annoys me. And the the part that just annoys me is when he says "V" as in void, and then he goes speaking of void, I may avoid. Like when he said it, like that's oh, so sick oh bars. God. And then he's and then right after, bars that doesn't work is unemployed. Now I'm annoyed. Like oh, bars. What? What are bars? That's some fucking fourth grade bars for you, bro. bro. How can you get mad the things that? I once enjoyed doesn't bring joy. It just brings the noise. He has oh. the copyright. Copyright. That was so perfect. You got to copyright it, dog. Bro. We're fucked. Hard. That's it. That's the only gripe I have with this song. It's just oh, okay. that verse. It's just the, the delivery oh, of it. Oh, you're wrong. Oh, love. Was that him on the on the verse prior to this, too? Because he was the only feature on this, right? Uh, No, so the song? Yeah, on this song. I thought song. Daniel Caesar had a... Had a uh, so oh, the Daniel verse, Caesar, oh, that's the sorry. last song? Bro. Sorry. I thought, hey, sorry I, thought you were like, I thought you said this is the only oh. feature off the album. Oh, no, no, no. Like, no just no, on the so, song. No, so, yes, the verse... Yes. He has the... Okay. Tizo has the first verse, and then it's the chorus, which is a little yachty, and then the post-chorus, a little yachty, and then it goes into that second verse. I got you. I got you. Just real quick, uh, I, di- I didn't gash you up when you said this, but yes, the last minute and a half of the first track, bro, with Diana Gordon holding that fucking long-ass note, oh, bro. Oh, my God. Fuck! She's so perfect, dude. Yeah, sorry for yelling. Anyways, uh, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> okay. I fucking love the end of that first track. Um, I'm, what I'm what pretty, were we going for, though? I'm pretty much grouping up the ride running out of time and pretty together. So I guess oh, yeah, we, okay, we so. can really talk about anything with those. But I'm going to go uh, crazy on running out of time. I already okay, know. First of all, let me start off. I don't know what the fuck you're saying. <laughs> Wait, I can't understand it. Just the ride uh, just real quick. I love the, uh, the lyrics when he says, all these things I once enjoyed doesn't bring me joy. Just brings me noise. Like, oh, man. Like, I've been dealing with a lot of that shit lately, too, of, like, just growing out of shit that I once enjoyed and kind of just growing up, I guess. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Hearing it, hearing this on a fucking 
Lil Yachty psych rock album. I don't know. It just hit for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. And I know, Keenan, you hate fucking Tizo, but... Or at least on this song. It's just that second verse. Yeah, the that's The first fair. verse, I like. It's yeah. just that second yeah. verse. I, I love their just their voice on it. Like, sonically, I think their voice sounds so sick. And it's... I don't know. It's Tizo, bro. Like, I just... <laughs> they're so experimental on their own that I just... I really fuck with them. So, mm-hmm. I, I was happy to see them on such a big uh album like right. this. I'm glad Lil Yachty kind of kind of gave them the shout. 100%. And I do think I never thought I would I would want to hear Baby Busted Open for me on a psych rock song, oh. but hey, I'll fucking tell you that shit was nice. <laughs> nice as hell. Bro, and the, the, the intro to to Pretty Oh, bust, bust his pussy open or whatever she yeah, says. Yeah, we'll get that, to that. That but was damn. kind of that we dude, that was kind of jarring. Like with everything we've got, like, so then the track before that is running out of time, which is funky as hell. That this baseline is at the start, one hundred percent. So then you have like these three like very surreal, funky ass songs, and then the fourth just busts his pussy open. Like, yeah. whoa, oh my god. Okay, take it back to running out of time. Yeah, go ahead. You guys, we haven't talked about that yet, right? Yeah, no, oh, I I got ahead. My bad. Go we for it. Jump in. Um, my gripe with this song is that I didn't understand a word of what he was singing with his auto tune ass voice, <laughs> but the, the instrumental or the instrumentals and the uh, sound is fucking clean. This one had like hell of reverb. I felt like, yeah. mm-hmm. but, but that's why I like it. I feel like, like for lack of a better word, I feel like this album was just meant to be a vibe. And I felt like his delivery and his approach to these songs was very much like, I want something that's going to sound smooth. Like what I'm saying maybe doesn't necessarily mean as much. Maybe on some songs. It's going to mean more on some songs as opposed to others. And I feel like running out of time since it's so funky and just so groovy. I feel like this one was mainly used like, let me just put some nice smooth vocals on it. Let me yep. make something that's catchy and then that's all I need. So I get I get where you're coming from, but yeah. To go back to what Isaac said, that, that funky bass intro and his tone, his tone is just so catchy throughout the entire song. It literally is my favorite song just the way just the way he delivers it um the lyrics are a little eh. yeah uh, the lyrics are eh, but like you said he just wants to put something smooth down over a nice ass beat i'll take it the best song on the album damn i'm gonna say now three tracks in we're three yeah, tracks in son. but you said it perfect too ruben this this album is just a vibe mm-hmm um, but this track, this is the one that sticks out to me the most. Just as a vibe wise, just throw it on. It's just shake your head. Yeah, <laughs> just vibe. That's just it. bop to just it. Vibe, baby. It's That's so it. good. Does anybody know what that wobbly key sound is? No. Dog. <laughs> that shit got me helicoptering myself, bro. That shit is so sick, bro. Jesus, <laughs> so sick. <laughs> Standing in front of the mirror, watch it, girl. <laughs> like one of those door stoppers that go. That was you. That's hell yeah. Damn. So, sorry, is that all you want to say about this song? Okay. What do you guys think about Pretty? I don't think I like this song. It sounds like Yoshi. <laughs> what? He sounds like Yoshi singing in this fucking song. I get kind of uh, yeah. I so in this one, I feel like this is the first time we got like that uh, his signature like wavy vocals. Right. This is the first time you really hear it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yoshi. Yoshi. <laughs> wavy yeah, that's, vocals. That's a good comparison. <laughs> <honestly>. Really, Yoshi. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Perfect. Do it. Do it. 
I can't, dog. What are you Rub talking about? Yeah, you about? can. You, you, you Rub your larynx, dog. Yeah. yeah it's it's literally is that you. what it is? Or your trachea? Oh, fucking Jack your throat off. Show us. <laughs> <laughs> See, jack your throat off. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> you know, like the rock in the rundown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn! So the only the only thing I like about this song is the feature, who is a uh, Fushi? Yeah, Fushi, Fushi, something yeah, like bro, that. Bro, I do. She is hard, bro. Like her, her voice is nice. Her original shit by herself is fucking dope. Oh, and, yeah. and I wanted to bring up. I feel like in every single Yachty song I've heard, he's always saying that he's so pretty. Is there something behind that? Dog, he's a pretty oh, motherfucker no, like ASAP Rocky, dog. <laughs> I, have you I mean, seen his grills? He has some nice grills. Yeah, some nice grills. Yeah, some. But I feel like every Yachty song I ever hear, it's always him saying, "I'm so pretty." Hey, no, you're so worth, pretty. King. Yeah, no, you're worth. Well, okay, that's cool. Hey, we can't. We saying. can't always be rugged ass men. Yeah. Sometimes we want to be pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I wear, I wear deodorant. Wear, I'm just saying. <laughs> I hope you did, dog. You're sitting over here shirtless. It's hot. It's fucking February. Why is it so hot right now? God know, right? damn it. Recycle. <laughs> so we're not gonna be all hot. Drink Pat. liquid death. Yes. Sponsor us. Yeah, for real. They sponsor us. But recycle your cans. <laughs> yeah. Don't just trash Yo, we honestly, hey, yo, low key. We honestly should. They do sponsor a lot of hardcore kids. Oh. Band, sorry. Oh. They do. I swear to God they do. They can sponsor the first hardcore pot. They don't. We're they, far it, from it's them. hard lore. That they sponsor <laughs> no, no so I, I just feel like overall you just kind of get uh some og yachty you got his vocals for the first time and then you got the references like the i'm so pretty references right and so that was just cool to see but other than that this is the first song that really brought up to my head yo this sounds exactly like poland to be honest it was this song yeah like what like poland oh poland yeah, yeah. vocals like really like yo they're trying oh, to interpret yeah. it yeah i just have written here Love the self-love, but holy shit, Yachty calling himself sexy for five minutes straight is so fucking funny. <laughs> Bro, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but fucking know your worth, King. Shout out uh, a song about your significant other and how y'all always be there for each Grabbing her. Bro. I already know he's going to say it. What? You got to say it. What? what? Grabbing her titties. Oh, okay. No. No. It, it was no, such no, a no. Bro, no, I know. Was, but I was going to say uh, warm you up when it's cold. You call me bestie. Don't test me. I'm too sexy. <laughs> Read this, Keenan. Read the. I'll read right. the lyrics and you read the annotation, okay? Fuck, hold on. This fool is trying to. This shit is so fucking funny. Yeah. Project your voice into the mic. No, I'm just gonna... You know you could take the mic with you, right? <laughs> I can't. I literally can't. Oh, shit. You fucked yeah, him. Yeah, he's locked in, bro. <laughs> you fucked him. <laughs> okay. So this man says Woke up on the right side. I feel so pretty. Kiss my girl on her thighs. Grab on her titties. <laughs> and the annotation Ooh, for dude, that. Dude, that combo right there is undefeated, I swear to God. <laughs> the annotation for that is Yachty is referencing the fact that he is indeed a virgin and hallucinating having sex with his girlfriend very often. <laughs> Oof, I'm going to thumbs up that. That's fucked up. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's, it's fucked up and it's not true. It's a fucking <laughs> shop ass annotation moment. Bro, <laughs> I know. Why are you throwing me? shots at him on the <laughs> annotation? <laughs> Bro, the comment to that annotation is on God. <laughs> Oh, this fool no. spitting. <laughs> oh, I got a thumbs up that Relax, too. Relax, jeez. Damn. Mean as hell. Mean as hell for no reason. <laughs> they be giving low, yeah, they be, they be giving Lil Yachty some slack, bro. Deserved, but, you know. Deserved. Deserved. <laughs> so right here, so also in the Ingenious says, uh, this song brings back the wavy vocals from the Poland single. The effects oh, are mainly oh, used on the chorus, go. but some Let's can go. be heard on the I'm so damn pretty lines. Told you guys. Shout out Marcus. And I haven't even looked up the annotations or anything like that. Man, you're too, you're too nice with it. 
So I then, have a year. Is what so, my mom told me. <laughs> so, I mean, I know we're going track for track right now, but... Um, no, we can jump forever. Well, no, we can't. We should probably hit the next track still because it's the only instrumental. Oh, no, I, I want it. I want, definitely want to You guys want to talk about, about the skit? Failure, yeah, because we're talking about Mac DeMarco and Alex G, dog. Where is a fuck about that fool? You called that fool a fish. That fool is a fish. <laughs> oh, how do you care about talking about him? You called that fool a fish. He said because it to I, his face. To his face. I shared a cigarette with him and I said, Fool, you look like a fish. You look like that fool <laughs> off of uh, Big Mouth. What oh. <laughs> that movie, the oh, cartoon, the show? Oh, oh, no, I was talking about the movie with Will Smith. Oh, the fish I movie? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Y'all know the fish movie. Nah, you tripping. Yeah. Oh. Shark Tale? Shark Tale. Shark Tale. Yeah. He said Big Mouth. He said Big Mouth. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm drunk. You don't listen to me. <laughs> Bro, this fool's drunk at 424 <laughs> on a fucking Sunday afternoon. <laughs> and I have my shirt off. <laughs> oh, word. I so, so I, uh, I do like the message he's going with this, and I yeah. think failure the concept definitely fits in with like the themes and the vibes of the album but i like the way the examples he's giving the way he's giving it off it just doesn't sound genuine it's so surface level and it's so <laughs> it's like corny as fuck and then on top of it it's one of like the richest most hottest rappers right now telling us man money ain't everything y'all Man, yeah. do you really need all 10 fingers, dog? He has like 20 grills. What are you Dude. talking about? <laughs> exactly. And then he's like, well, if somebody breaks in and steals my shit, well, they probably need... Well, okay, yeah. It's easier for you to say that, you fucking millionaire, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'd be bro. pissed if somebody stole my records. Yeah, yeah so like right away, there's, so there's a lurking here. Literally, this is how he says it. But I think, like, it's up to me to fix or deal with them, you know? And it's like, stop. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and like like I said, or like you said... Appreciate the the energy behind it. Love that, you know. Yeah. Like, we, I think all of us can agree that we could probably use a little bit of, you know, stepping back and and not being so fucking, you know, self absorbed, you know. But fuck, dude. It just comes off as tone deaf. It's yeah. so. Like, to- it's like when everybody was singing. Uh, yeah, but it's kind of imagine at the beginning of the pandemic, oh, bro. Like, they're like, oh no, let's all be together while we're in our fucking. 500 so, room mansions. So think about it though. Think dying. about it. Think about it if you're a little yachty. It's, well, even, not even a little yachty. If you have that kind of amount of money, it's kind of hard to perceive that or to say a message like that without getting that kind of reaction. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's true. But I think like you could give an example that's maybe a little bit more relatable to like yeah. the commoners, you know, like <laughs> because he, <laughs> so I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm saying this, red, bro. I'm saying this because he was like, he was a high school. He never, he never intentionally tried to rap. He just took off. True. Right. Cause Wasn't he just he did scammer? it. Oh, I don't know if he was a scammer, whoa, but I, re- I remember he was just like a regular high school kid doing a uh, kid doing this for shits and giggles. Yeah, he started in his college dorm just doing it for fun. Oh, that's so fucking yeah, dope. yeah, love that. So I mean, maybe he's just not mature enough to put out like a uh, really uh, understanding thought, but it's not that he doesn't understand. <laughs> maybe it's just right, too, no, much I'm, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm it's sure too much LSD. Like too much, way too much LSD. LSD. <laughs> yeah. or, uh, or lean. Or Come lean. Scene, yeah. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like the message behind it is very good, and I think like failure is definitely something. Like, like we, what you were saying, Isaac. Like, just take take a step back and kind of like do some self self reflecting and stuff. Like, yeah, like I mean, failure is one of the key 
components to success. And like he says at the end, just keep trying. You never know when you're close to reaching love it. That. I love that. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. But it's just those fucking examples in the middle. That's yeah, just bro. like, what are you talking about, yeah, dog? Bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> I, I, I can't, I'm going to have to disagree with you guys on that, to be honest. Not motivated, but it's just like it's cool. It's cool that he's trying to put out the message like that. Like it's yeah. hard, when you have that when you're that successful, it's kind of hard to relate to everyone. Of course, of course. Yeah. No matter what you're you right. say, no matter and, what and you say, he doesn't even have to say shit like that. He doesn't. You know I mean? So that's my point. Is he doesn't have to say shit like that. There's Kim Kardashian. Would you just work, get a job? Yeah, and that is true. That's that. I 100, 100 is like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, you're all right. Well. Whew. Hold on. Well, uh, no, I think we can agree with that. Yeah. yeah. So at least he's putting out at least some kind of hard examples. But when you're at that position, it's kind of hard to find a perfect example. At least to, he's trying right? to be yeah. genuine too. Yeah, at least he's trying to be genuine. True. Yeah, that's a good point. I got you guys. It's just cool because all of this is being said over <laughs> Mac DeMarco and Alex G. <laughs> yeah. I'll take exactly. that. Exactly. I'll take that. That's cool. So, t- I mean, Mac DeMarco, cool. But to include Alex G, that fool's a myth. For real. So, hell yeah. So then after failure, if you guys don't mind, I mean, we can kind of group the next three into the same pot again. Uh, the zone, we saw the sun and drive me crazy. And I, I would throw, I've officially lost vision. I uh, think lost I'm, vision and drive me crazy are like together. They're, they're definitely together, but I think there's a very distinct tone shift between the two. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. And I would concur. Yeah. And I like, I, I like these three tracks. I really like We Saw the Sun. I love that song, bro. And then Drive Me Crazy with Diana Gordon. Holy yeah. shit. Like, yeah. Drive Me Crazy, the whole duet style between her and Yachty is dope. But I, I do think that this, the zone into We Saw the Sun kind of meanders a little bit. It kind of... It didn't completely lose my attention, but I kind of felt myself fading away from it. And it definitely picks up with, I've officially lost my vision, and then they're on. But I think we kind of hit a little muddy spot in the middle. Not super crazy, but it, it just didn't keep me as engaged until we hit Drive Me Crazy. I think the transition oh, between uh, the zone and we saw the sun is perfect. Yeah, and perfect. real quick, I perfect. love that Like most of the tracks bleed into one another. Yeah. So it yes. feels like just one big like project it's well oh, I mean, obviously I even, like one big song it's yeah. so sick. i don't even know if you can say bleed they just like it's a puzzle piece man they're like fucking it's so, fast. Nice. It's so, it's so good nice. that the way they transition into one another is so good hell 100%. yeah we'll, we'll get back well we're gonna not to jump ahead but paint the sky to should i be oh it's one God. track it pretty much it's is. One is. Track. it is it's and perfect. honestly you could even say say something into paint the sky into should i be yep. it's like so, those three yep. together so i'll give yachty something that a lot of albums don't do like there's a lot of albums that try to do this right like you know pick up where the last track left off but i could i could not tell the difference exactly. i could not tell the difference exactly. whatsoever and so going back to the zone oh we haven't said this yet the beats the beats on a lot of this, um, a lot of these tracks remind me of like Flower Boy, Tyler. Like, oh, like Tyler. They kind of do. They yeah. kind of do. That yeah. funky indie kind of. Yeah. I, it does it better though. I feel like. Ooh. Yeah, like, you know what? I wasn't the biggest fan of Flower Boy. I'll agree with you. It does it better. I'll agree with you. And it's funny because Tyler is a huge Tame Impala fan. Yep. So. So what's cool about the Zone is we get that psych rock guitar that we got from Black Seminole mm-hmm. in track one, and other than that, I. Not really listening to this song. Ah, uh, I got you. I don't think it loses interest. I don't lose interest here in these next uh, three tracks. Okay. The Zone, yes, but We Saw the Sun and Drive Me Crazy are two, probably 
two of my other favorite tracks wow. off this album. We Saw the Sun is one of my, it's my other top track. Mm-hmm. Uh, his voice, again, just catchy as hell. The way he delivers it is perfect. Uh, has one of my favorite annotations <laughs> in the entire album. <laughs> what did it say? Bro, during it? the bridge. You click the annotation, it just says, I am ascending, which is perfect. Because <laughs> that's when he's doing the wavy roll, like vocal roll. <laughs> and it's just, I am ascending. And then, I've been using that word a lot lately, too. <laughs> and then also, one of the best comments, oh, <laughs> one no. of the best comments said, This dude brought back Bob Ross for a feature. He a real one for that. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. That's iconic. Bob al- Ross is such a good like little snippet to yeah. throw in this album. And you couldn't do it. Any any better than what how he did facts it's so like from just putting them on there in general the sound of it like the way they cook it into the beat and then what he's saying bro like just Bob Ross's message on it and then the way it like fits in with the whole album yeah. oh yeah love that and shit. then also the 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 guitar tone in this song mm-hmm. is one of my favorites very like Tame Impala yeah very Tame Impala definitely yeah yeah. 100%. I, I agree with that for sure. And like you said, I do agree because it, it falls back into like that whole like self-realization and stepping back because his message is pretty much just saying like, don't overthink, just do, you know, because what is he saying? Like, don't over, I don't overthink my paintings. Yeah, I just like, do them. He's and just, He's just free flowing like a painter. You right. know what I mean? He's like, let's just put a little tree right here. You yeah. Know, let's put a little yeah. Right just here. let it happen. It's a new, tr- it's a new tree. He just says, let there it happen. Go. I would spend sometimes weeks just working on a picture, drawing it out, getting all the little sketches and stuff. Just let it happen. Exactly. Just let it happen, bro. Let it flow. Let it let flow. Let it flow. You're good? You know what they say? How okay. dare you? You got nothing to say about the best Damn. track on the fucking Drive album. Me Crazy is the best track. Whoa! It is one of the best tracks. It is the... You're tripping. The. Drive Me Crazy is insane. The. I Like, that duet is yeah. fucking so sick. Dude, I'm so... Oh, Lead us off. Tell, what, what you Talk say? that shit. What Come on, say? bitch. I'm making sure I'm on the right page. <laughs> Fuck you, calling bitch. Sorry. So, <laughs> sorry. Drive me crazy. I think this is like the first time out of the whole album where I love his monotone as vocals. I think this is a song too where he kind of just doesn't really see like he has like a flow to a singing where he seems like he's kind of about to rap, isn't he? Right. Yeah. This one is definitely more like upbeat and it's very like. You know, he has a pep in his step almost. He's like, ex- yeah. perfectly put. Yeah. He has like a little more pep in his step when he fucking on his verse. And I love that. Even though it's monotone to shit, but it's fucking like, it's like, it's like fucking good, bro. It's so good. So his, so his last verse, the outro, that's when he has a flow. Right. So that one, is that the one you're referring to? Yeah. Because he does have a flow like on that outro. I, I, I think he has another flow before that but okay. when we get to it we, we'll get to it um so then that goes into i've officially lost my vision which is like the first huge outlier in terms of sound and in terms of like lyrical content this one you get this crazy ass like gong fucking sound in the beginning and so no. this shit like delves into chaos bro this shit is evil sounding almost this has an old vintage song in the beginning doesn't it a what like an old vintage song in the beginning an uh, old vintage song. Yeah. Like a sample or sample, I think so. Oh. I think that's what it is. Yeah. It's a sample. Oh, I, I, I don't so. know. I don't know if it is or not. I know it has kind of like that record like scratching kind of not scratching. Yeah, the fuzz. It has a fuzz kind of sound to it. I don't know about a sample. It's very skin and marink. Yeah, no. Oh. It, it oh. is uh, no, that intro is like a little suspenseful though. Because it's like a build oh, up. Yeah. It is and a build up. I have it right here. Boom. Yeah, there 
there's something there. Such a huge a build. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's a sample either, but just yeah, yeah. such a huge build up though. It it works really well, and I think it's a cool switch up because this one is all about because everything we've got up to this point is you know fairly positive. There's a couple negatives here and there, but it's a relationship shit. Exactly, but everything has been shown in a like very positive, bright light. Whereas this song, he's just talking about like I've been spiraling. He's talking about addictions and like, and then the sound just reflects that message. Like this was a super cool switch up, yep. and it comes right in the middle of the track list, you know. So yep. it, it's like a good divide, I think. It's like if the first half was like the sun, this half is the moon. Ooh, ooh, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got um, you. I got you. And then the title of the track reflects the lyrics because he's saying i've officially lost my vision and that could be like a double entendre on like losing sight of his future prospects because he's done too many drugs and now he's like you know what i mean the drug addiction and how it causes you to lose sight of what's really important to you right i wouldn't doubt it that's why like a fucking quadruple entendre in fucking poland yeah for real facts i mean he really did take the walk and diana gordon Hard carrying yet again, bro. She's so sick, bro. Honestly, makes me want to listen to her even fucking more. She's Literally, so you sick. need to. I'm telling Literally. you. Ever since I'm I not heard her on. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> I'm not no more, just because you said. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been trying to tell you guys since I heard her collab with Eve's tumor. I'm like, Diana Gordon is it, and she's ghost role for Beyonce. She like her her like how you say Lil Yachty's DNA is on everything. Diana Gordon's DNA is on everything, really? bro. She's huh. fucking. She's What's legit, bro. Huh? What's her name again? Diana Gordon. Diana, Diana Gordon. Gordon. Yes. I'm doing serious. Bro, I'm already all fucking buzzing. I have to go to a party <laughs> after this. Yeah. Yeah. Two IBAs. Uh, I know. We did this shit before Super Bowl. This might have been a mistake. <laughs> that shit started. Let's go. Oh, let's go. Anybody else? Anybody else I'm have good. anything to say about let's this? Go, let's go into uh, the, the, the fallout of this an, album. You have anything to say about this track? No. No? Okay. Into the I, just, I did have something so- to say about Drive Me Crazy still. Well, say it then. Bro, you just kind of skipped over it. I was thought I? people were. I thought we were gonna talk about it. I did. Th- I was the last one to talk about it because I, I thought y'all were skipping over yeah. me. Go ahead and go back. Just say. Just go just ahead. Go, oh, yeah, no, go just back because it. it was. They have one of my favorite lines and drive me crazy. Say it. Say it. Good love feels like butterflies suffocating your insides. That is like one of my favorite lyrics on this, on this uh, record. Definitely, and he like I like the way he portrays love in a lot of this album. You know, just like that. That pure passionate type of love. Yeah, that raw love. That, that raw that, love. That real like, from the fucking pit, bro. You would <laughs> down you, in your you would assume you would assume he's falling in love. He bro. he might be. He might be. Now leads us perfectly into the next track. Say something, which this is the best song. Oh, I love Got this song me so like much. A teen again, love, bro. Our energies align inside of your pond. I love that. The way he carries out Pond. Yeah, dude. Oh, my <laughs> God. With that. this fucking. <laughs> cut, it. cut that. Don't I cut thought, that. I thought I did good. You did good. You did good. You did good. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, so, like I was saying earlier, like, we kind of hit the tropes of Psych Rock. Like, this is definitely, like, the overly passionate love type of song, at least to me. I know we've got oh, it yeah. in previous tracks, but. Man, and then like we referenced earlier, say something into paint the sky into should I be is just an insane three track run, bro. Uh, say something I can't say enough about it. This track is so fucking good, insanely catchy. The mixing, the mixing on the whole album is incredible, but the incredible. mixing incredible, incredible. But the mixing on this song specifically, the drums are super crisp and 
oh my i can't say enough about this song but then we get into paint the sky which is like i said that kind of like vapor wave almost like vapor pop kind of sound oh i love that shit it's like some because was it kaminsky kaczynski almost like m83 type of shit oh yeah that's so funny because going into should i be from paint the sky i got very like empire of the sun sound oh shit so yeah like that m83 kaczynski yeah um so that's funny that you said that because I literally have it right here. Yep. Yeah. Sounds like some Empire of the Sun inspiration. 100%. But yeah, I, I absolutely love these tracks. What do you guys think about these three? I think they're, uh, like how you said, a good three-track fucking run. Yeah. Solid. Solid. Absolutely. And like how you were saying where like you couldn't tell the difference between each Dude. song. That's how these three are. Yeah. These three might as well just be one big-ass track, and it flows perfectly. But I kind of like it that there's three different tracks because it really puts, like, uh, you have to have some skill, right? To, oh, 100%. to make it everything flow together and have the listener be like, okay, this is one fucking track. Exactly. Nope. Nope. So in, in say something, I didn't get. This is one of the. This is the first track I didn't get no like psych rock, at all. Not even yeah. like in the instruments or anything. I that mean, maybe in the lyrics, probably like you said, it's that that love, lovey dovey psych rock. But other than that, um, I didn't really get much. So this was, this one stuck out because of that. Yeah. So it was, it was a little um, different sounding than the rest of the album from what we've been getting. Right. But it perfect song nonetheless. The keyboard during the outro, how are you going to tease us like that? <laughs> you got the keyboard and the drums, and then he just stops it, and it sounds like he's putting in a cassette or like taking the cassette yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, why? That was so good. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then he has a little, I paint the sky for you, baby. You just got to tell it like that, brother. He yeah. just had this fucking little outro. That shit is so funny. Real quick, I'm so sorry. I referenced it earlier. His highs when he's singing that, like, I need your love, that was actually pretty bad i do not like that but really I'm, yeah I, I don't like how it has that quick break because i know we were talking about how you guys weren't super hot on his vocal delivery that's one of the instances where i do not like it and it sucks because it's my favorite track but yeah i'm sorry to interrupt you but no you're good um but again perfectly leads into paint the sky which was helped written by tory lanes tory lanes yeah tory yeah. lanes <laughs> <laughs> In what? No way, yup, Tory Lane it helped was. write this song. What? Um, Tory Lane does have bars though, bro. <laughs> so, yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately. Oh, <laughs> well, what do you mean? Man. He's locked up. We ain't gonna get no more. Man, my feet hurt when you said that, <laughs> bro. This song's just. I like I like the lyric I like the lyrics from this song "Paint the Sky" because it kind of just shows how like vulnerable he is and how he's willing to do anything for the person that he loves. Mm-hmm. Um. And he's just trying to get that love and affection from this person. And I really I really like that. And then so going into Should I Be, it just completely wraps up these a, three tracks. A fucking banger. Should I Be is a banger, dude. To and, fucking knock it out of the park with a three-track run. 100%. And, and just make sure you don't uh, separate the two because Paint the Sky perfectly leads into Should I Be. Yeah. I thought they were the same song. So I was going to say this exactly. earlier. I was going to say this earlier too, since – because he does that a lot. I think this is probably one of the albums that we reviewed that where the transitioning is so perfect that it's amazing listening it from track one to the last track because I feel like this day and age, people just pick out the their favorite songs. Right. I feel like this album should be one of the albums you listen to from front to back. I agree. First, right? I agree. Yeah. No, yeah. It, and just, again, these three tracks, you got the cute-ass Say Something song. Which leads into like paint the sky where you're like 
trying to get them to love you back and then you got shit I be it's just like well am I the problem so it's like fuck <laughs> <Yeah>. perfect <laughs> little track run there absolutely yeah uh, for these three songs to be like boom 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 fucking hitters bro and then you have two more songs after that that are also hit bro this full this full is like the king of like consecutive songs that just flow into I, I know we've already said that but like I, I, I cannot stress enough how fucking clean that is um, Paint the Sky so catchy the hook goes absolutely stupid crazy pop banger makes you want to do the Scarlett Johansson white lady dance with a joint in my <laughs> while looking at a sunset bro literally you know that show they do with their, yeah. their arms bro yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I want to do when I listen to this song and then how you were saying about the lyrical content on Should I Be bro Fuck, bro. Like, either you forgive them or you move on, bro. Yep. But this <sighs> fucking half-hearted shit in between ain't gonna cut it, so you better figure it out. And I love that. Mm. I love that they're just, you know what I mean, not not holding hands. Not not holding your hand about it. 100%. Um, and then, yeah, bro. That, oh. This shit's just fucking Just take us into the fuck. next And track. then the keys on Say Something, they're like the rhythm of the keys on Say Something, bro. They're very faint in the background, but they're so so unbelievably catchy that's why i liked it at the end that's why i wanted more of it yep. <laughs> give me more synth and then the drums behind it and then he just stops it yep. yeah feeling like a, a teen again with how much he has fallen for this person man god so, damn high bro. school love right there baby exactly it's right there. pretty pure yeah it might be might not be you know the the uh what i say like the it, it might not be actual love but that's kind of some pure love. Yeah, you, you be no. feeling that shit tough when you're a teen. Yeah, but yeah. I I do want to say before we move on that you guys brought up a great point. I love the the story arc between these three. It's okay. going from being manly in love with somebody to like being in denial, like exactly, and then like being almost like toxically attached to that person. And then in the third part is like, okay, what are we gonna do? You know, are we yeah. gonna move on? Are we gonna say like, it, it's it's like a it's a maturity in three different songs. It's fucking yeah. crazy. I love that. Um, so then that leads us into the last two tracks, which would be The Alchemist, which I thought we'd get some Alchemist production. We didn't. It's okay. That's what everybody was saying in the comments, too. Yeah. I was like, there's a reason why this shit is named The Alchemist. And then Reach the Sunshine. Um, how do you guys feel about The Alchemist? I honestly don't know how I feel about so this song. I think, it. I think yes. it's a four-track run. I think uh, this song, it, this is the last song. And it, the previous song before this goes right into The Alchemist perfectly f- Amazing as yeah. well too. Sucker. Yes. Bro, <laughs> about to say it, bro. Thank you. Love the flow in his voice at the start. Sucker. Yeah. And then he shit. starts the next verse with bitch. Blah, blah, blah. And he gets right back into it. So that, that, I, I can see the four track. That's cool. Yeah. That transition in the in the beginning of the song. Yeah. Is perfect. Um, we get Fushi again, which is nice. Her voice is so good. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like we got some uh, like trap influences in the drum beats there. Oh. Okay. What do you guys think? I can hear a little bit of it. I yeah. that would that would have been my first because it's more upbeat than what we've been getting. Right. Just in the drums, that's why. It's, uh, the Alchemist, it, right? Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Which I think is a I say for a a four track run because I think it's a amazing way to you know end off from the previous three songs. Yeah. Especially because you see the transition 
100%. The beginning of the song, so. Yeah. Especially, and then, like, how we were saying earlier, like, how he kind of has a flow on some songs, and it's almost there. Like, mm-hmm. I think this is the one where he actually has a flow, because he's rapid-firing yeah. those verses. Yeah. You know? so, so he's like, fuck that bitch, and then goes in. Allah. <laughs> Sucker. Yeah. Sucker. Sucker. <laughs> Um, so then, yeah, from the alchemist, uh, that leads us into, oh, and I do want to say, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. Ooh, I know. Sunny dicked me, bros. I do not like the first feature of Fushi. How dare you? But I like her on, I like her How on the alchemist. Interesting. I, well, I think what it was is like, because in pretty, it, I think it's mainly like a, a lyrical kind of thing. Like oh, that dick put me to sleep. Jeepers creepers. Blah, blah. I was like. Uh, she sounds good. Up. Yeah, but, okay. And so, I get it. That's the point of the song, but yeah. But going back to that, that was she was the only. That was the only reason why I somewhat liked that track was because of her. Oh yeah, I think her performance yeah, on her, that song is absolutely. On carried, this album is crazy. She, wow. I think she carried that track. That's why I liked it. Okay. Um, but what I do appreciate is that her vocal delivery in this one is way different than her first. Her, right. Her well. Her verse from Pretty. Right. And I do appreciate this one a lot better. Yeah. But the, I was just excited that we got her back. Definitely. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I, I get it. I get it. I, I definitely think I'm in my own opinion of that. I don't like I don't expect anybody else to share that with me. Uh which leads us into the grand finale of the album Reach the Sunshine. Trash oh, ass fucking song. Go. I fucking hate this song. Boring what? Fuck You're yes. smoking. Holy shit. I think it's boring. Real quick, it's this boring shit. as fuck. He's drunk. He has his shirt off. He has his shirt off. <laughs> Don't listen to him. Mark <laughs> Kreischer over here saying outlandish shit. Put your shirt on. <laughs> I low key like, especially in the first couple bars. Have you guys heard the Pyramid song by Radiohead? Yep. That cadence is almost exactly the same. I was like, wait, what? Because I know Daniel Caesar shout out Radiohead before, so I was like, are they purposefully doing this? I don't know if they were or not, but. They are. They are right here. Yeah. It says Daniel Caesar interpolates the starting of Radiohead's song, the Pyramid Song. Perfect. There we go. Does it horribly? I, it, oh. Okay, sorry. So let you, you, you guys finish first. No, no, no. And no. So, uh, why do you think it sounds de- uh, shitty? Thing is, from the from the from the uh, from the groove that we're getting to finish it off with this kind of song, I think it's just misplaced. At least I would like it better if it was placed in a different part of the album. But to end it off, whack. Mm-hmm. It was boring. See, that's where I disagree. I think it's like the bow on top of the album. I can. Well, I'll, I'll, it's a I'll, fucking I'll, family I'll, dollar bow. I'll say why, but <laughs> huh? it's a family dollar bow. Jesus, yeah, well, it was boring. It was boring compared. Dude, we had a, I, what I thought was a four-track run to end it off on, and then you come in with this boring song or with, with this no, not as energetic song. Right. Boring. I feel that. Um, okay. song to end it off on. Uh, it's kind of how. Unreal. How did you feel about Daniel Caesar on this? Do you think he did good, or do I think you think he, he was a too. part of the problem? I think it was a part of the problem. Well, I don't know if it was him or maybe he got, you know, uh, instructed to do it like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, for sure didn't add anything specific to it because it's wow. just boring. Like what well, he was singing, right? Yeah. If I remember correctly. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was just low energy singing. Okay. No pun intended. The song was a trip. <laughs> song is a <laughs> fucking trip. I, and I, trip. I agree with you, Isaac. I think this was like the bow. I thought this was the longest track. I didn't know the other one was. Yeah, well, I mean, this one comes this in one? at 5.59, the other one's 6.52, so okay. just under a minute. The first track, Black Seminole, Damn. just under a minute. So again, just very psych rock-esque with the long, <laughs> dragged-out tracks and just the guitar tone in the background just going with their with their vocals. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think well, like like how you're saying it's dragged out. I like that it reaches like this big climax, and then it ends off on that big kind of epic yes. note. I I do like that a lot. Boom. Yeah. This shit sounds fucking devilish, bro. Like I, I I love it. I love it. The keys, those slamming keys that go into that chick fucking wailing or like laughing all creepily exactly. in the background, bro. It oh, it has such a sinister tone to it, bro. And it like this sinister like smoky sound to it. So this is what I have to say about the song itself is if the whole album leading up to this has the listener floating through the Pink Floyd inspired void, soaring with the cosmic dust and passing the prism of fractal beams of color. This last song is the listener's trek up up to the peak of the mountains of madness. Simply put, if the whole album is this acid soaked, colorful journey, this ending track is the sobering snapback to reality. I love it, bro. I love it. I can't get... I stumbled through half of that shit, bro, but that's just because I'm so geeked up about it. Like, <laughs> that's how that song makes me feel, bro. I, I, I yeah, I, I don't know if I can even follow that up. That was a really great way to wrap that. Holy shit. It's really good. I really, I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah, well, it, yeah, and I like that it matches the ninth track, I've Officially Lost Vision. It goes back to that dark brooding kind of sound, but this one has a more epic kind of like climax to it yeah and like i said you explained it perfect i can't add nothing to that so (laughs) does anybody else have anything to add before we get into our overall thoughts i'm good keenan good isaac what say you gentlemen hear ye, hear ye. 8.5 slaps whoa wait wait you're old on you said get into it (laughs) okay well i think we can go ahead and wrap up with our overall thoughts top three tracks and overall score Marcos, I mean, we kind of already heard your scores. <laughs> so go ahead and start us off. I'll give a solid eight, actually, to be okay. honest. Yeah, nice. solid eight, which is honestly fucking high for the direction this motherfucker took. <clears throat> and now, honestly, I was going to give like a seven. But you got I, I don't know which one of you motherfuckers changed my opinion during the fucking <laughs> podcast. But you're right. I shouldn't expect any of flow or verses from Lil Yachty because this is falls under a psychedelic rock album. So... With that in mind and his interpretation of it, I think it's a fucking solid eight, maybe eight and a half, eight point three. Yeah, nice. I think he did it really fucking well, man. The features, whatever he did, taking taking his time, you know, getting all the all the features, all the producers, and mixing it. Whatever he did, um, was good. The only gripe I have about it, I guess I could say, was just the auto tune. Yeah. Maybe. Some of those tracks are kind of boring. The last track is definitely misplaced, in my opinion. You guys think it's fucking perfect, but mm-hmm. I'm outvoted, so I can't really argue that. No, it's um, your opinion. No, yeah. You got it. Well, it's yeah. my opinion, but I'm not going to argue my opinion against you guys. So <laughs> I'll share the same opinion. I think it's misplaced, uh, but overall, I think it's a fucking groove, dog. I think it's a fucking groove. Facts. I think it's good. I would definitely play this over and over again. If I were to go, all the three I could listen to the most, fucking hell, it's honestly hard and hard. Driving Me Crazy is my number one song, first of all. Number one out of the whole album. And then um, The Ride. And then um, Pretty. <coughs> Whoa, you got Pretty up there. Yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. All right, so overall, I was not expecting this. <laughs> I mean, obviously, when we think of Yachty, we think of Trap Yachty. So when you said we got a psych rock, I had no idea it was going to be to this magnitude. <laughs> so... I will say I think he did a great job experimenting into something that he's never done before. Will I say it was psych rock? I will say no. I'd say we have some elements of psych rock in there. Um, so I would probably just label this as like an experimental album. So 
with that being said, the album was funky, a little melodic in some parts, very trippy in a lot of parts. And for that, I can't wait to see if he's going to stay in this, if he's going to do it again, or even just the influences that we're going to get from this album. Like, are there going to be other artists trying to do the same thing, which is going to be fun. You know, if they do try to dive into like a psych rock, because like we were saying in the beginning of the pod that, you know, psych rock's not really a big genre anymore. Mm -hmm. And so if it were to make a little comeback, it'd be pretty cool. And so let's, let's just see what we can get from this. Um, overall, I would have to give this album a 7.5 out of 10. Nice. With my top three tracks being Say Something, Drive Me Crazy, and Running Out of Time, I also got an honorable mention. What? We Saw the Sun. Nice. Hell yeah. Those 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 four tracks really do. Um, they all made the playlist. Uh, they've been on repeat for a while now, and, you know, I'm just... Uh, I'm excited to see what comes after this. Uh, for me, I definitely respect what Lil Yachty was doing here and really appreciate that he went so out of his comfort zone. You know what I mean? And just really did his best, you know, and something that I've never heard another rapper do like this before. You know what I mean? So uh, I really respect him for that and and really, really like that. Um, but like... My score is a six and a half. And Whoa. really the reason is I don't really like psych rock. <laughs> like, <laughs> this man could have made it. the best psych rock album in the world. Bro, and I, you know, I still just don't like psych rock that much. So, but because he did it so well and was so faithful to the genre, like I, I got to give that man his flowers. Also, like Keenan was saying, I can't wait to see what art, what other artists, do now that this is in the zeitgeist i want to see what people take from this maybe little yachty is like the next fucking you know artist that puts on this you know completely different genre to all his fans you know and and it's like when a fucking kim kardashian wears a fucking dying fetus shirt or whatever you know what i mean like if even one of those fucking people who fuck with her listen and end up liking dying fetus like it's it's a net positive same thing with this if if little yachty can get one kid listening to pink floyd i mean there's nothing wrong with that we don't gatekeep here we do not gatekeep here we do not gatekeep music is for everybody yes psych i'm the biggest gatekeeper (laughs) here bro this is why gate kept you from the album that i want to choose oh jokes on you i already heard it live what is it (laughs) you did not did not. Oh shit! He had, he I know for a fact he didn't. Fucking revealed his trap card. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I'll bet you all the money in my in my wallet right now. Oh, he didn't. Zero dollars. Give me your busted ass debit card. <laughs> I have three. All of me. Which one? Uh, my top three tracks are "Drive Me Crazy," "I've Officially Lost Vision," and of course "Reach the Sunshine," because I'm Ooh. trying to. Never mind. So you want to kill yourself? For not, just for not liking Psych Rock, though, and you reach the sunshine and made your top three? It's the That's only retired. song on the album that reached my main playlist. It sounds like you wow. kind of wow. lo- are starting to like Psych Rock, my dude. I think so. This might, dude. This might be the gateway. This is, yeah, <laughs> Literally what you're talking about. You're that kid that exactly. sees that being cool. This is meta, bro. This is meta, bro. You walked into like your this. own trap yeah. bar. I like this, bro. <laughs> the kid that saw that pink photo, what the fuck is that? That's sick as fuck. 
funny, oh, bro. That's they funny. They just activated pot of greed on my ass, bro. That's, that's fucking funny. funny. Okay, so I have to agree 100% with what you guys, Keenan and Isaac, said. I, I definitely think that this is going to have an influence on not only current artists but on the younger generation. Uh, but I think the reason why it's going to have such an influence is because it was done so well. It was done tastefully, and it was done very organically. And faithfully. And faithfully, yes. So like I was saying earlier, like you don't get too many – good projects where rock and hip-hop collide you know what i mean it just doesn't seem like these artists really know the genre they're trying to do you know what i mean unless it's like a a suicide boys type of thing where right they're pulling from you know punk and hardcore aesthetics when they were you know little punk and hardcore kids exactly you know I mean? like I, I forgot to mention this at the beginning but i think those types of artists and also, like, uh, like Ghost Main and shit, you know, they're they're putting, you know, metal into their shit, new metal, you know, for J and, Kill is a one big, yeah. huge one, J Kill, uh, huge one, uh, Kill, uh, Kill Station. Like, uh, there's yeah. a bunch of people that are incorporating, but this is the first that's like incorporating something that isn't like heavy as fuck, you know right? What I mean? Like, this is the first, like, you know, fucking hippie, all fucking love, peace, and chicken grease type shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly, so, exactly. Sorry, sorry, no, no, you're good, you're good. Um, and, and then, like I said, you know, the reason why it works so well is because you can tell it comes from a place of like genuineness. You could tell that he's actually listening to this type of genre and he's like fully embedding himself in it, you know, not like just with the content, not just with like production, production or anything like you could tell he genuinely likes this type of music and he wanted to make something as close to that genre as possible. Um, I mean, yeah, you've got like anthrax and public enemy that was cool you got body count and shit walk this way exactly uh but like this is this has to be one of if not the best instances of a hip-hop artist doing rock good and that's like rare that's like a 0.1 percent chance of fucking happening and he did it really well um i think the really the only songs that i wasn't like really feeling fully were pretty and the alchemist Everything else, though, is like what we said. It's a vibe, man. It flows great. I like the lyrical content. I love that he fully enveloped himself in this sound. The features are on fucking point. I didn't really feel Fushi's first feature, but her second feature is fucking insane. Like, I don't know, man. I, I can't give enough props to Lil Yachty for this. It's fu- it-, it definitely exceeded my expectations. Um, So I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Um, My top three tracks are going to be Number three, drive me crazy. Number two is going to be paint the sky, and number one is going to be say something. And that's going to wrap up our review of Let's Start Here. Hallelujah, my little yachty. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. If you've listened to it, let us know what you think. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it. Then let us know what you think. This is definitely an album worth your time. Um, I, I don't say it enough. I hate to ask for shit like this, but please like, please subscribe, please comment. You know, it definitely helps us out. You know, I feel like I, I don't want to pressure anybody if you want to do it you want to do it but you know it definitely helps us out um again follow us on the uh instagram at the underground treehouse pod we try to interact with our followers as much as we can with topics and such uh especially with news too and then you can also see the shows we're hitting up (laughs) uh but yeah can't really say anything else thank you guys for listening we'll see you next week later bye you stopped to be fresh and bye